Welcome to Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie May, a teaching ministry designed to encourage you to seek a healthy lifestyle through nutrition, time, and stress management. We hope to emphasize the importance of honoring the vessel God has given us stewardship over, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Here now is Dr. Rosie. Hello and welcome to Maximize Living Radio. This is Dr. Rosie Main coming here every week to empower you to start changing your life from the inside out. And I am excited again. Last week we had an amazing guest. Her name is Joan Endicott and she is a life coach. Uh, she coaches and she is also uh, an author uh, of I Get To book. And I am really excited to have her at our next uh, workshop, seminar actually. We have a community dinner seminar that is all on heart health, and um, we are really focusing in uh, with the topic of, of just changing your mindset, and I think that a lot of anxiety and problems with health come from our thoughts, and so last week we touched on some of the things as far as perspective whenever it comes to the issues that are going on, the circumstances, and how to how to start looking at things differently and getting the more of I get to mindset instead of I have to. And I think Joan did a great job describing that and she does so in her book. And uh, you can look her up. Her um, website is joanendicott.com, J-O-A-N-E-N-D-I-C-O-T-T.com. And when it comes to health, you guys uh, that have been listening to me, I've been here for 22 years, always talking about changing your nutrition, detoxing, exercising, stress, and, and through chiropractic, uh, removing interferences to the nervous system that destroy the way the body functions. And so we know that with the five essentials, one of the one pieces that I feel is more powerful than any of those changes, which they're all important. I don't think that we can only just do one thing when it comes to our health. We, we should strive to do a little bit of everything. But the major one is, I feel, your mind. That if you're not aligned vertically to who and whose you are first and be reminded of um, just how powerful you are. And I think that that's where um, Joan's going to hit on today on on just um, going back and having self-compassion because some of the um, depression that I see that comes into our office, not only because their health is suffering, but because of limiting um, beliefs, um, you know, just uh, mindset, uh, thinking that you know, you're not worthy, you're not good enough. Um, but we need to go back and reset those thoughts. And I know that with my kids, we have never allowed them to speak, uh, less than they are. You know, we always, um, not only praise them for, you know, the good things, but praise them for even in the bad things, because I really feel that with them, they know that even when they fail, failure is such a good thing because it only allows us to, to get to where we need to be, to go back and self-reflect and journal and see, okay, what do I need to do next time to get better? And so I think that the way we speak to our kids, the way they speak to themselves, the words you allow them to use, uh, is so powerful. And so a man, as a man thinketh, so he is. Um, 
I forget what verse that is in the Bible, but I know it's there somewhere. <laughs> and so uh, it's one of those things that we've always tried in our, in our household is that what, whatever you declare, so you are. So if you're calling yourself stupid, then so be it because that's, that's what you are, you know? And, and that's, that's not true, you know? That man's words are so, such a lie. They're, they're defeat. And so, but God's truth is, is bigger than that. And so we need to go back to God's truth. And I feel that when it comes to our health, most people's health are suffering because you are accepting the lie. Even calling yourself sick, for example, I get a lot of people that come into my office and say, you know, I'm sick. Um, or I have this disease, my diabetes, my cancer, they're already labeling themselves as that disease or my autistic kid or my, you're already accepting and calling yourself that which is not. And so we live in the world of that what is not what is not and what is is that you are powerful you are health you are abundance you are joy you are a child of god you are you're you are created by him and how dare you put anything that is defeating those um, those thoughts and so i think that sometimes we need to be told because we I sometimes don't even realize it i know many of my patients when they start speaking like that i have to stop them before they even go further and um, that's where it all starts we have to be held accountable by friends by people who are speaking truth into our minds and uh, you know also stopping us from those limiting beliefs so I want to have Joan talk about that but um, I don't want her to share so much that she has nothing to share in our seminar so because I want to invite you to our seminar and that's gonna be June 15th uh, and it's gonna be at six o'clock it's at a dinner and uh, we're gonna be talking about heart health and mindset and uh, just uh, uh, really empowering you with some good truth and you can call to register the number is 208-859-6170 208-859-6170 so Joan what do you have for us today okay I am so excited to be here again and um, as I shared last time if you have any needs health wise Dr. Rosie is your gal she is incredible she's very holistic at how she looks at your health and helps you go to the next level so don't hesitate to take her up on the amazing offer she's given but you know when I, when you were talking about not labeling yourself I was like oh my goodness I so I've coached people in over 30 countries around the world and I can tell you that one of the biggest issues we all can have that can limit us and be a limiting belief are things that people said to us when we were younger things that people said you oh you're you're stupid or you know she's the she's the pretty one you're the smart one I mean people make these terrible comparisons or these declarations over people and they have no idea the damage they're doing to their soul so I share that with you so you can be aware and be careful of what you say to the people around you but also my friend so you can be careful what you say to yourself or what you let other people say or what you repeat to yourself that someone said to you when you were young because those until we address those until we look at those things square in the face and say i'm no longer going to say that to myself i'm no longer going to believe that about myself 
And all you need to do is hold it up against God's word. Psalm 139 says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He knit you together in your mother's womb. And he knew all the days that were ordained for you before one of them came to be. He knew who you were before creation. Now, you wouldn't even have to look anywhere else in the Bible and you could say, all right, I know my value just by reading that scripture in Psalm 139 and encourage you to uh, memorize that and hold it up against any past things that people have said to you or limiting beliefs you have because the reality is the word disease is dis-ease if you break it apart and so we can have dis-ease in our spirit and then it and it manifests in our health in being you know compromised health and here's the thing if you had someone um, threatened to come into your home and, um, you know, treat your children terribly or whatever, you would never allow that. And, and yet I see people all the time who will speak things to their children that are not speaking life. Like scripture says, life and death are on the tongue. And we want to be so careful. And I love how she says they don't allow their kids to say they're sick um, they use other terms for letting them know that expressing health, ex, ex, expressing health is that how you mm-hmm. say it? I love that. That is so good. So, um, and some people might go, oh, that's just a matter of semantics. No, it isn't. Our word, if you think, if you don't realize the power of words, how did God create anything? It was by his words. So if you are questioning the power of words, that's all you need to do is say, God and then the the his book is in words. It's all words. So never underestimate the power of your words. And one of the things that I I have taught my coaching clients over the past few years because it was a huge game changer for me. My friend, if you don't hear anything else, please listen to this. If you speak unkindly to yourself, if you speak in a way to yourself like you would not speak to a loved one, you need to stop it and you need to evaluate, am I speaking life to myself or am I speaking death? Like people will say, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm so fat or I'm so this. Guess what? That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you speak that to yourself, that's, that is going to be where your mind goes and where your energy flows instead of saying, I am strong, I am powerful, and, and, and quoting the scripture that God gave us. Jesus quoted scripture to defeat Satan. That's the power that we have. We have that same power, and we should be using it every day. So, uh, for example, if you have a negative thought that someone had declared something over you or said something to you when you were young, you can just say no. Because of Jesus Christ... I, ha- I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am not limited by what someone else thinks, says, or does. And the scripture that says, God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's one of my favorite scriptures because if I ever feel a little bit nervous or intimidated or whatever, I say, this is who I am because I'm a child of the most high God. I'm a daughter of the King. So I'm going to declare these things over myself just as I would declare them over my children or my grandchildren. So I want you to, I, I went on that search and understanding uh, of what self-compassion was after I was in the emergency room and I'd had 
a TIA, which is a transient ischemic attack, which was the effects for a few minutes of a stroke. And it was one of the most frightening things I'd ever experienced. And I saw my husband at the end of the emergency room bed, and I thought about why I was there. And the doctor said, have you had much stress lately? And immediately, the one and only thing I thought about was the rejection of a loved one nine months prior. And I remember looking at my husband thinking, oh no, I am never, I am not doing this anymore. I am not going to be so worried about what other people think that it's going to land me in the hospital and that my health will be compromised. And so I began the journey of finding out what self-compassion was because basically it's talking to yourself the same way you would talk to a loved one. How would you talk to your best friend? You wouldn't speak harshly to them. Even if they made a mistake or if they screwed up, you wouldn't talk harshly. You would say, I'm so sorry that happened. What can I do to help? You would be loving and caring. And my friend, I'm going to share this at the event in June uh, with Dr. Rosie. And I'm so excited to share those steps with you because literally it was a game changer for me. I began learning what self-compassion was and I began practicing it. But if you're like me, it can be very hard because if you didn't get compassion as a child, you really need to learn what it like because I'm very compassionate to other people but I hadn't been compassionate to myself and so um, truly it's a game changer so you first want to evaluate like start journaling what are you saying to yourself what are you thinking about yourself what's your self-talk like or what are whether whether it's internally in your mind or what you're saying to yourself throughout the day start writing down what you're saying because I think you'll maybe be surprised at how it really lands in terms of what side of the fence is on. (laughs) Is it positive or is it negative? So that's one of the first things I want to encourage you to do. Powerful stuff. And I think that that's one of those um, things that many people don't even realize they're not spending enough time loving themselves. And I think that sometimes uh, people think that it's selfish. uh, And the reality is, that we need to remember that God uh, is within us. Uh, Greater is he that is within us than he who is in the world. And I think that sometimes we, mainly women, think, you know, we don't want to self-indulge, but sometimes we need that self-compassion. And I love how you put it first, journal, because many times we don't uh, self-reflect on just what we've been able to overcome. I myself last year had to fully surrender to God because I, like you, had an anxiety attack. Uh, not I didn't get a TIA, but my blood pressure went off the roof and I had um, uh, just uh, a pulse that I think was at, I don't know, like 140. Um, and it was all because I was getting worried and anxious about having to care for my dad who was paralyzed after him having a stroke and and not knowing you know if I was going to be able to handle practice um you know and what's funny is the minute that I just 
told God, you know, you, I'm going to surrender. You're going to have your way with this. I'm going to do this. And I changed my perspective. Like you said, instead of getting to, I, I, you know, I, or I have to, I get to take care of my dad. And lo and behold, before, um, that month was over when he came, then my associate, um, left. And so I was running the practice on my own. And then my mother-in-law, um, ends up having to, um, have somewhere to stay. So then I had two people. And so again, thinking that I was going to get more stress, more anxious and more heart issues, because I surrendered and you know what God you're putting this on my plate because you know that all my life I've done it on my own Mm -hmm. and I've never really surrendered that you're going to take my yoke and make it light you 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 will carry my yoke you you will you will walk with me through this and you showed me and uh he's shown me this whole time I'm, I'm still a caregiver and still doing this but he's shown me that you know it's not because of me it's in spite of me it's that he has allowed me to do what i need to do in this season of my life and i know it's a season and i'm gonna see it differently that it's not a a task it's a it's uh you know not always joyful (laughs) not always fun but it's something that i get to do and my kids are watching uh, this happen and they're getting perspective of how you know struggles and and life is with with having to care for people but it's also been beautiful to watch them um you know just have fun with their grandma and you know just enjoying things that they would have never um had to but i think that's the biggest thing is that now i get to um do this with my my um, husband and i've been journaling and i was um camping last week got to read my journal from last year and through that journaling it helped me remember you know how we can be overcome by our thoughts and our worries but God has it mm-hmm. and in the living a kingdom life and this is what what I was talking last week we have been able to now see things so much different this year and it's just been just a blessing and so that's where uh journaling reflecting uh, seeing where you come and then also celebrating the wins i think we don't do it enough still i think we still need to practice more of that right now we really can't i mean we don't have that much time right now but the the minute the opportunity um opens i'm gonna celebrate more (laughs) so absolutely oh boy i love that it's so fun because dr rosie and i are just you know getting to know each other and so uh when i thought about you know connecting with her about something else and then she said would you like to speak at my event I'm like I love to because I've been I I read her column and I just love her commitment to people and we just have so much in common and celebrating the wins that's actually my third point because I used to critically evaluate my day at the end of like when I was getting ready to go to sleep like I'd be like looking at my checklist going, oh, and guess what I focused on? The things I didn't do. I'd never give myself credit or think about, oh, look at what, you know, God allowed you to do this and what a praise and all that. It was like, no, I had 10 things on my list and look at, I only got nine of them done. And then I'd be like so critical. And I'm just like, I would never say that to someone else. I'd be like, You're, I would never say that to a client or a friend or anyone. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Are you not celebrating all that you did get done? But see, we put too much on our plate oftentimes. And so then we get frustrated because we didn't meet that 
target, you know? So part of it is that we have too unrealistic of expectations for ourselves. And you know what you said about sometimes we think it's selfish if we're going to have any kind of self-care. Let me say something. Do you remember uh, when you're on a flight and the um, they're going through the safety things at the beginning and they say, if the cabin pressure loses altitude, the oxygen mask will drop and you put yours on first. Now, when I first heard that, I thought, boy, if you have kids, you'd want to put theirs on. But if you don't have oxygen, you can't put theirs on. You're not there to help them. And uh, there was a Southwest flight that I loved. This guy, he had such a great sense of humor. And he goes, so put yours on first and then pick out your favorite child and put theirs on next. (laughs) I'm like, I loved it. It was so funny. But here's what's so cool is that if you do take care of yourself you you do exercise the self-care and the self-compassion and you celebrate those wins so i'm encouraging you every night to celebrate the wins i remember when i first started doing this and so i and i was like okay at night i'm not allowing myself to evaluate anything negatively i'm that like it's not even going to be in my mindset it's only focusing on the celebrations and the wins and i and i said okay i'm just going to come up with three wins so if mark was already asleep i would just like high five myself in bed <laughs> i'm like at a girl because i realized i want to start talking to myself the way I talk to my loved ones. And we have beautiful three little beautiful granddaughters who are just my heart. And uh, I think about them when I think about how I'm talking to myself. And one thing I just want to encourage you is, you know, it's really easy for parents or grandparents to try and correct. If somebody's, you know, hurting or somebody, maybe it's even their fault that they got hurt or whatever, The first thing we all want is to know we're cared about. We want to be loved and to belong. So especially dads have a hard time with this. I I could say that because my husband needed to. I said first empathize, first care and give compassion. And then later you can talk about a lesson. But the first thing we want is to know that someone cares. So do that to yourself as well. Actually just go, you know what? You're, And that's part of self-compassion. This is a hard time right now. And I'm sorry that this is happening. I'm sorry this happened to you. And I'm sorry that it just feels so overwhelming right now. And it just feels like one thing happens and then you don't even get through that and there's another wave and when you start doing that um, it's so powerful and and i'll just give you a quick example i remember in terms of what i was just talking about that principle i remember when um, i was walking across we were starting to walk across a railroad track trellis i was with my dad and we were starting to walk across and I could see clear down because it was a bridge and so it frightened me it scared me and I wasn't a little kid I was older and I said oh that kind of scares me and he goes oh that doesn't scare you and that was how he was raised his dad did that to him you know and if you were raised by a parent who said stop your crying or I'll give you something to cry about that's how I was raised And so I, that's why I'm saying so many of us need to learn what self-compassion is because we did not receive it from our caretakers or our parents or whomever, those significant people were in our life. And, um, and so journaling those hurts and heartaches is really important because then you can go back 
and give yourself the compassion you wish you would have gotten in that moment. And I'm going to share more about that in our event in June. I'm so excited because I'm actually going to give you some illustrations and some word pictures and some different things that make it really practical and really easy to begin doing. Wow, wonderful. And I am so excited as well. Again, I want to invite you and if you're interested in coming, uh, we do need uh, to know if you are coming because it is a community dinner. So we uh, provide dinner and uh, you can bring a guest. Uh, We do ask that you call and text and that date is June 15th. It's on a Wednesday at 6 p.m. And the number to register is 208-859-6170. 2088596170 and again um if you've been listening and uh, just wondering who you're listening to i uh specifically i'm a chiropractor here this is my, uh, our show it's uh max living radio and i'm a chiropractor here in meridian my office is main health solutions and we want to extend to you the ability for you to see what we can do to help you our whole focus uh, on this topic today was uh, just uh, changing your mindset and when it comes to disease and our topic for june 15th is heart health Um, but we're going to be focusing on the root causes and a lot of it has to do with our mindset and so uh, Joan Endicott uh, her website is uh, joanendicott.com and we both are writers for Christian Living Magazine and uh, we uh, just uh, love to help and serve people here in our community if you uh, are looking to see what maybe we can be um, as far as chiropractic help uh, what we can do to help you we can do that opportunity we give on this show and that's for $40 we do your exam and your x-rays to see how we can help you and uh, again you can call to register for uh, the seminar at 208-859-6170. We want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. God bless. Be sure to join us again next time for another edition of Maximized Living with Dr. Rosie.